Bible in Your Ear podcast, brought to you by Olive Tree Bible Software. I'm your host, saxophonist Kirk Whalem, reading through the New King James Version of the Olive Tree Bible app in 365 audio lessons of 15 minutes or less. Download the free Olive Tree Bible app in your app store and follow along. Contact me at kirkwhalem.com. That's K-I-R-K-W-H-A-L-U-M.com. Or at Kirk Whalem on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Today is July 7th. Let's read lesson number 188. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verse 5 through chapter 5 verse 17. Acts chapter 25 verses 1 through 27. Psalms chapter 5 verses 1 through 12. And Proverbs chapter 18 verse 19. 1 Chronicles chapter 4 verse 5. And Asher the father of Tekoa had two wives, Hela and Nara. Nara bore him Ahuzam, Hefer, Temeni, and Hayahashtari. These were the sons of Nara. The sons of Hela were Zerath, Zohar, and Ethnan. And Kaz begot Anub, Zobiba, and the families of Haharhel, the son of Harum. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Shelob, the brother of Shuha, begot Mehir, who was the father of Eshton. And Eshton begot Beth Rapha, Pasea, and Tehina, the father of Ir Nahash. These were the men of Rekah. The sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Sariah. The sons of Othniel were Hathath and Meonothai, who begot Ophrah. Sariah begot Joab, the father of Geharashim, for they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, the sons of Jephunneh, were Eru, Elah, and Nam. The son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalalel were Ziph, Zipha, Tiria, and Asarel. The sons of Ezra were Jether, Merid, Ephor, and Jalan. And Merid's wife bore Miriam, Shemai, and Ishpa, the father of Eshtemoa. His wife Jehudaijah bore Jared, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, the father of Zenoah. And these were the sons of Bithiah, the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Merit took. The sons of Hodiah's wife, the sister of Nahum, were the fathers of Kela, the Garmite, and of Eshtemoah, the Maacathite. And the sons of Shimon were Amnon, Rina, Ben-Hanan, and Tilan. And the sons of Isha were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. The sons of Shelah, the son of Judah, were Er, the father of Lekah, Leada, the father of Marasha, and the families of the house of the linen workers of the house of Ashbia, also Jochim, the men of Choziba and Joash, Sarah, who ruled in Moab, and Jashubi Lehem. Now the records are ancient. These were the potters and those who dwelt at Netaim and Gedera. There they dwelt with the king for his work. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel, Jamin, Jarab, Zerah, and Shaul, Shalom his son, Mipsam his son, and Mishma his son. And the sons of Mishma were Hamuel his son, Zachar his son, and Shimei his son. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have any children, nor did any of their families multiply as much as the children of Judah. They dwelt at Beersheba, Molada, Hazar Shual, Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethul, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markaboth, Hazar, Susim, Beth Biri, and at Sharim.
These were their cities until the reign of David, and their villages were Etam, Ain, Rimmon, Tochen, and Ashan, five cities, and all the villages that were around these cities as far as Baal. These were their dwelling places, and they maintained their genealogy. Meshobab, Jamlik, and Joshua, the son of Amaziah, Joel, and Jehu, the son of Josabiah, the son of Seriah, the son of Asiel, Eleonoi, Elioenai, Jacoba, Jeshobiah, Asiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, and Beniah, Ziza, the son of Shephi, the son of Alon, the son of Jediah, the son of Shimri, the son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by name were leaders in their families, and their father's house increased greatly. So they went to the entrance of Gedor, as far as the east side of the valley, to seek pasture for their flocks. And they found rich, good pasture, and the land was broad, quiet, and peaceful, for some Hamites formerly lived there. These recorded by name came in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah. And they attacked their tents, and the Munites were found there, and utterly destroyed them, as it is to this day. So they dwelt in their place, because there was pasture for their flocks there. Now some of them, five hundred men of the sons of Simeon, went to Mount Seir, having as their captains Pelatiah, Neriah, Rephiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ishi. And they defeated the rest of the Amalekites who had escaped. They have dwelt there to this day. First Chronicles chapter 5 Now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, he was indeed the firstborn, but because he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel, so that the genealogy is not listed according to the birthright. Yet Judah prevailed over his brothers, and from him came a ruler. Although the birthright was Joseph's, the son of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, were Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Joel were Shemaiah his son, Gog his son, Shemaiah his son, Micah his son, Reniah his son, Baal his son, and Beerah his son, whom Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, carried into captivity. He was leader of the Reubenites, and his brethren by their families. When the genealogy of their generations was registered, the chief Jael and Zechariah, and Bela the son of Azaz, the son of Shema, the son of Joel who dwelt in Aror as far as Nebo and Baal-Meon. Eastward, they settled as far as the entrance of the wilderness this side of the river Euphrates, because their cattle had multiplied in the land of Gilead. Now in the days of Saul, they made war with the Hagrites, who fell by their hand, and they dwelt in their cities throughout the entire area east of Gilead. And the children of Gad dwelt next to them in the land of Bashan, as far as Salka. Joel was the chief, Shephan the next, then Janai, and Shephat, and Bashan. And their brethren of their father's house, Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jacham, Zeah, and Eber, seven in all. These were the children of Abihail, the son of Puri, the son of Joroah, the son of Gilead, the son of Michael, the son of Jeshishai, the son of Jado, the son of Buz. Ahai, the son of Abdiel, the son of Guni, was chief of their father's house. And the Gadites dwelt in Gilead, and Bashan, and in its villages, and in all the common lands of Sharon within their borders. All these were registered by genealogies in the days of Jotham, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, king of Israel. Acts chapter 25 
Now when Festus had come to the province, after three days he went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief men of the Jews informed him against Paul, and they petitioned him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem, while they lay in ambush along the road to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea, and that he himself was going there shortly. Therefore he said, Let those who have authority among you go down with me and accuse this man, to see if there is any fault in him. And when he had remained among them more than ten days, he went down to Caesarea. And the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, he commanded Paul to be brought. When he had come, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood about and laid many serious complaints against Paul which they could not prove, while he answered for himself, Neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I offended in anything at all. But Festus, wanting to do the Jews a favor, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things? So Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat, where I ought to be judged. To the Jews I have done no wrong, as you very well know. For if I am an offender, or have committed anything deserving of death, I do not object to dying. But if there is nothing in these things of which these men accuse me, no one can deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, You have appealed to Caesar. To Caesar you shall go. And after some days, King Agrippa and Bernice came to Caesarea to greet Festus. When they had been there many days, Festus laid Paul's case before the king, saying, There is a certain man left a prisoner by Felix, about whom the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me when I was in Jerusalem, asking for a judgment against him. To them I answered, It is not the custom of the Romans to deliver any man to destruction before the accused meets the accusers face to face and has opportunity to answer for himself concerning the charge against him. Therefore, when they had come together without any delay, the next day I sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought in. When the accusers stood up, they brought no accusation against him of such things as I supposed, but had some questions against him about their own religion and about a certain Jesus who had died, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I was uncertain of such questions, I asked whether he was willing to go to Jerusalem and there be judged concerning these matters. But when Paul appealed to be reserved for the decision of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I could send him to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I also would like to hear the man myself. Tomorrow, he said, you shall hear him. So the next day, when Agrippa and Bernice had come with great pomp, and had entered the auditorium with the commanders and the prominent men of the city, at Festus' command, Paul was brought in. And Festus said, King Agrippa and all the men who are here present with us, you see this man about whom the whole assembly of the Jews petitioned me both at Jerusalem and here, crying out that he was not fit to live any longer. But when I found that he had committed nothing deserving of death, and that he himself had appealed to Augustus, I decided to send him. I have nothing certain to write to my Lord concerning him. Therefore I have brought him out before you, and especially before you, King Agrippa, so that after the examination has taken place, I may have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner and not to specify the charges against him. Hi, my name is James Macmillan, and I'll be reading Psalm 5, verses 1 through 12, and Proverbs 18, verse 19. 
Psalm 5 Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry. My King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. Proverbs 18 verse 19 A man of great wrath will suffer punishment. For if you rescue him, you will have to do it again. Thank you for listening to the Bible in Your Ear podcast. I'm Kirk Whalem. God bless you.